Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Podcast Series. Hey, Joanne, would you like a mocha? Wow, that would be great, Greg, especially if you've got a little bit of whipped cream. Um, sorry, Joanne, not that kind of mocha. Could I interest you in a mini mental instead? What the heck are you talking about? Well, I, I think you're getting that dementia, and you need some sort of test to see if you've got that Alzheimer's or dementia. So, Tipa, you've, you've heard this scenario before. How do I breach this subject with somebody when we think that there is, they are experiencing brain change? Well, not the way you did it, Greg. Let's start with that. Well, come on. I had Joanne with mocha, anything with whipped cream. She was in for it. You did, and it was, yeah. And then it was a huge disappointment when she realized what you were really talking about, or maybe even not then. So one of the first things to recognize is my very first thing I want to find out is, Number one, what does Joanne know about what's going on? Because if Joanne is totally unaware, me bringing it up like that, ooh, not likely to result in a positive outcome for either one of us. Oh, so, so I shouldn't spring it on her. Is that what you're saying? Should not. Should oh. not. And so we want to find a place and a time and a situation. And I want to recruit somebody who tends to be the person's partner or friend or somebody they feel comfortable talking with, or if it's going to be me, I might have to say, Greg, I want to talk about something and I don't know whether it's something you've ever thought about or not. You know, Tifa, you sound like you're sort of going into the consultant cycle. You're doing some seeking here. You want information before you jump to a conclusion. Dang yeah. it. And did I make it sound like it was something that was some concern, but I'm curious about where you're standing on something. Curiosity apparently is a good thing. It is a good thing because before I jump somewhere, I want to know where you are. I want to find out. Um, in the front of your brain, there's an area that we call, it's part of your prefrontal cortex. And it is the part of your brain that allows you to have self-awareness or not have self-awareness. And so when you're in a situation, do you have an ability to look at yourself and go, ooh, I'm having some trouble here. Or when you look at yourself, you are having some trouble and you don't know it. You think you're fine. I'm not having any trouble. I want to find out very first thing, does the person that has this thing happening, do they have awareness of that? Because before I jump on any bandwagon, I need to find out where are they with this whole thing. Because we've all met people who have absolutely no self-awareness. So that wouldn't be a good place to start, would it? Just to jump right in. Oh, no. Yeah, because what they're going to do is push away and become defensive because it's like, well, what are you talking about? I'm fine. And then you end up in rather than a conversation, an argument. And arguments rarely result in somebody going to get an assessment of something other than it's of getting you out of my life versus inviting you in. So how do we back so, the truck up, Tipa, and, and yeah. go come at this objectively? Yeah, so we might want to say where I started with, so Greg, tell me, I'm curious, I mean, this subject is, I just went to a workshop, and they were talking about, as we get older, one of the very first things that might change and, and let us know that something's happening to our body or to ourselves is that our thinking changes a little bit. And so 
they were saying we should have a baseline to just sort of see how we're doing. So if we change, somebody would be able to help us notice that because we may not. Have you ever, I didn't, I didn't know that. I don't have a baseline. Did you have a baseline or no? What the hell do I know about brain change, Tipa? I mean, you know, know. I'm a logger, you know? Yeah, me either. Yeah. So that was what was intriguing. You know, I was sort of curious about it because if that's one of the first things that could signal a blood pressure problem or a blood sugar problem, or um, maybe, you know, maybe what I thought was, was having problems with vision is something else. Boy, that would be really good to know because I wouldn't want to miss things I could fix by letting it go and thinking, eh, you know, it's just getting older. Mm. So I'm wondering. You have several different ways of running at this, don't you? Yeah, because what I have to do is recognize the person on the other side of this table discussion. I have to figure them out a little bit. And so what I'm trying to do is figure out a way to introduce this to them that doesn't get their back up, doesn't get them wanting to resist what's happening. Because really, truly, the early evaluations have to be done collaboratively. I have to get somebody who's willing to participate. Because what we're trying to do is figure out how do they use words? How do they think? How do they, how do they figure things out? How do they draw a clock? How do they name animals? How do they calculate something? How do they remember things? And we're trying to get a third party to look at that. And that means the person living with dementia has to agree to do that. Otherwise, we're going to get inaccurate data, which isn't going to help us. And if I get somebody stirred up, Believe it or not, their brain chemistry can light up like a Christmas tree, and they might actually look fantastic um, in front of that professional, and I'm the one with egg on my face, because as far as the screening devices or evaluation tools go, they're meant to give us a fair number of positives where it's important to know, yeah, brain change is happening, and then a limited numbers of like, yeah, that's not what's going on. So it means that if I'm not careful, I could get somebody to pass the eval, quote unquote, and still have dementia. And yet now I've gone through this process and they said, no, I went to the doctor. He said I was fine. And it was like, terrific. Now what am I going to (laughs) do? So Joanne, just out of curiosity, what was that like for you when we sort of threw it to you and said, you know, you need to have a test because you're getting Alzheimer's dementia. How does that feel? Well, my, my first thought on that, Greg, is that maybe you're the one that has it. <laughs> maybe you should go get a test. So here That's we go. <laughs> oh, so let me just say, let's say you stepped in it. How many of you might have stepped in it? I mean, you know, we, we hear, you know, Dad, you need to go get looked at. And he goes, maybe you should. And then you might come back where humor might have a place. You go, tell you what, Dad. I'll get checked if you'll get checked. Yeah. (laughs) Because you could be right. So taking that step back and say, well, you know what? Maybe it is me. I don't think so, but, you know, I jumped on you. So tell you what, we'll both go. Shake on it. Because some people, I'll bargain with you, but you're not the boss of me. And I think sometimes when we see or experience, I think somebody's brain is changing. We get so sure of ourselves, we forget 
you know, this is a two part series. So let's, let's, let's be willing to be wrong. And let's be willing to imagine that the other person thinks we're the one who's changing and go, well, tell you what, let's go get checked. Sounds so, reasonable to me. So seeing it from the other person's side is kind of important in this. I mean, we all like being told, oh, geez, your hair's getting gray or you're going bald or man, <laughs> you're putting on weight. I mean, those are all great ways to start a conversation when you haven't seen somebody for a while. Yeah, if you want to have your own mocha by yourself, you go for it. <laughs> Is there a difference between a mocha and a mini mental, or are, are we sort of getting at the same information? Okay, so there is a difference, and um, some of them are more helpful, um, but some of them, I mean, many of them take quite some time, and it's like, well, if we had a baseline, maybe we'd be able to notice a change off baseline before we start going into these deeper dives because some of these actually take a good bit of time and focus in order to get through them. And they still might not be the best measure of somebody very early because we didn't know what your baseline was. We don't know how smart and clever and skillful you already were. So unfortunately for some people who aren't very bright, you could look like you have dementia or something. And frankly, you've never been very bright. Um, but nobody pointed it out because it didn't matter in your life. So yeah, there are differences. And I think we're just starting to really recognize, let's, let's get to the minimum amount to start with so that we can actually screen the most number of people uh, and see what the baseline is looking like for somebody. And then notice when they change. That's what we want to do, but that's not what we're doing. So these, these are these can be difficult conversations. Is, is it good to wait until you suspect somebody has problems or are these conversations we should be having while we're both still functioning fairly well? There's a lot of conversations that families just don't have. Yeah, we, we miss a lot of important conversations. Like what if you were in a car accident and I was having to make decisions for you uh, what would you want me to decide? Which kind of place would you rather move? If your brain ever changes, would you want us to notice? Because it could be something that could be fixed. It might not be, but it might actually be. Would you want us to notice or you just want to let it go until it's irreparable? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I phrase it like that, it's sort of like, well, maybe we should do a baseline. Like, do you want to just let your blood pressure do whatever it's doing and you're noticing, do we, shall we wait until you have a stroke or do you think we maybe should check it at some point before that? I don't know. Just everybody has a way of living, but living on that kind of knife edge, it has impact on more than me. And so for most of us, it's like, I wouldn't want to leave people hanging if I didn't need to. So maybe getting a baseline for myself and somebody else might be a good idea to sort of see where we're at and keep track of it before. Tipa, where can people get more information on, on brain change, on potential testing, on ideas on this subject? Where do we track that down? Yeah, so we've done some, some very simple webinars and they're recorded on that. We also have some resources on our website about baseline screening and that. And we also have some links to some other locations where you may wanna check it out. Certainly talking with your physician is an option. But if you're bringing it up with a physician, it can be a little scary. So maybe just sort of exploring it first. There are things you can even do online or you can do for yourself uh, and sort of take a look if you're sort of a private person that you're curious and you're concerned. Um, but we also have a consulting cycle support 
where we could actually talk with you about, well, what's going on and tell me what you're worried about. Because there are numbers of quick things that might help us help. Okay, Tipa and Joanne, thank you very much. An interesting topic today. Thank you. Just curious, Greg, what do you put in your mocha? <laughs>